Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast, where your host Bryce and Lewis pour up a couple of drinks and discuss everything relationships from dating to marriage while sharing their personal dating and marriage stories along the way. Now toast up, ladies and gents. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody? Man Cave back in the building. What's up, Lewis? Not much. What's going on with you guys? You sound like you just... Well, I caught you in the middle of swallowing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, not that, but yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we, have, we have another special guest on the show today. We just bringing him in week back, week after week. People falling in love with us, you know, like coming on here and talk, kicking the shit with us. So today we have Vanessa. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? <clears throat> Fantastic. I'm breathing. So that's always, that's always good. a great thing. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you been, man? I haven't spoken to you in a long time. Um it's been a while, a couple of years, a few years. Yeah. Well, has it been that long, really? I think so. Oh wow. I do think um, so. Yeah, I've been good. Just yeah, Lewis, I met. I'm. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Um, I met Vanessa toward the tail end of all my, of my shit falling apart, and yeah. we were able to bond with each other on that because she was going through a bunch of crap too, and she was coming out of hers, and. I'm coming out of mine and we're, we were kind of bouncing advice and everything off of each other. So that's how we kind of connected at that time. And, you know, she was very uh, supportive and helpful in that time. Cause I was, uh, as she knows, I was going through it. <laughs> and I, well, I mean, you were you know also, too. you were also <laughs> helpful. Um, I think some of it was lost validation that both of us kind of needed from our friends, you know, that we mm-hmm. weren't getting because they were so close to, um the situation at hand and so it's like when you do meet somebody who is going through the same thing sometimes worse you know it's always good to hear some even the smallest bit of validation from somebody else that it does get better yes yes and it, and it did Very get true. better i know Very it true. got better for me it eventually got better for lewis and is it better for you now is there how's everything going with you in your world Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm not divorced yet. It takes a, a real long time down here in the South. However, <laughs> I, know, I used to live there. However, I'm, I'm in a really good place. I really am. So it's, it's all been good. Things are falling together very peacefully is, and that's what I love the most. That's good. That's good to hear. I see you still, uh, you still getting at it in the gym. How's, how's that all going for you? You used to be in there killing it every day you and your girl yeah actually i haven't worked out with her in a while um i am three months post-op i had a hysterectomy so um and that's not something i wanted at all but um i needed it i had like put over 25 pounds on out of nowhere and i'm actually losing all of that weight now which is funny because um you don't realize how much of it is hormonal until you're actually going through it Um, because you know, with me being in the gym, like I've always kind of been fit and then to just kind of have all this weight pop up out of nowhere and you're like, wait, what is happening? Um, so I, I was out the gym for eight weeks and I'm just kind of now getting back into it. I'm not there every day yet, but I'm, I'm slowly, slowly getting there. That's good. I, I, I can. I can agree with you on that because when I haven't been going to the gym consistently 
since COVID came, I'm, I've been on and off because I'm afraid of catching it. <laughs> and I, I've lost all of my, my bulk and it really put me in a, in a bad spot. Now I've, I ain't trying to compare myself to your situation way worse, but I, for me, you, just losing 10 pounds, which is pretty much where I was at, I lost 10 pounds, but that's 10 pounds of muscle because I was 10 pounds of muscle. That wasn't much fat. That I can't, I feel like I can't even take selfies no more. I don't even like being in photos anymore because I, I just feel scrawny, but you'll get you know, there. I yeah. think, like, you know, when it comes down to that, I think when I met you, I was probably about 155 pounds. You know, I'm five foot three, I think we're the same height. Yeah. So I'm not very tall. So me don't at 100. <laughs> so <laughs> me at me at 155 oh, pounds awesome. it's like okay like I look fit I'm healthy my waist is small like everything and and then all of a sudden like I said I gained all that weight so I had actually topped out at 180 and I'm hmm. currently sitting at 167 hmm and, you no. know, it's like, I won't take selfies because for me, I'm like, I don't like the way my clothes fit. It has nothing to do with my weight. I'm fine being mm-hmm. this weight. It just has everything to do with how my clothes fit. And now people are starting to tell me they can see the weight loss in my face and I look better. And then I have other people that are like, well, you look better at 180 with the weight <laughs> on. And I'm like, well, can't please everybody as long as my clothes well, yeah. fit. I don't right. really care. So. <laughs> right, right. Louis, so, quiet over there, man. Question, oh, it, really I'm, quick. I'm good, why? Oh, sorry. I'm go sorry. Ahead. Why are you scared of catching COVID? Well, I'm not anymore. I've I've now had COVID twice, and uh, uh-uh, uh, it ain't, bruh. <laughs> I mean, that ain't, really, we shut the country down for that. I mean, I don't want to get too deep. I don't want to get too far off off topic here, but touch on COVID. Was, I had COVID twice. I, I caught it once and then I got it again like two months later. And it was, I've had common colds worse than COVID. Yeah. COVID was I nothing. Yeah, I was, no, no. I'm up walking yeah. around, moving. I still did the podcast one episode with Louie. I mean, other than coughing, yeah. I yeah. was fine. I guess, wow. and that's probably because now we're three years down the road and it's weakened somewhat over the years. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm st- I'm overall a healthy person too. If I had caught COVID two years ago, I still think I would have been fine, because that's when I was at peak peak performance level. So I don't know why I was so scared, but yeah, I didn't go to the gym even when they opened back up. I said I'm not going in there. I'm not catching COVID, and I wouldn't buy and I'd buy stuff for to work out at home, but I wouldn't use it because they weren't real waste. They were like bands and stuff, and I don't I hate using bands. If it ain't bars and dumbbells, I don't want it. So. Yeah, I was on and off. I finally got back up and said, I'm just going to go to the gym and got myself back strong again. And then I stopped going and, and and I just kept doing that. But now I don't care. I'll, I'll go to the gym and work out or whatever. But Louis, you sound like you were going to come in to say something. Well, no, I was just fucking with you. <laughs> but no, I, oh. I, I, we like we both got put on that COVID mission. And like, I don't know, man, was it 2019 is when it started? So it's what, it was 2020 years? March, uh, April so 2020. So almost four years. I still haven't got it. Like I live with my sister. And my niece and my nephew and, you know, her fiance and shit. Pretty much everyone in the house, besides me and my nephew, have had it twice. And, like, I, I literally, my sister got sick. And then not even 24 hours later, I got sick. And we both took a COVID test twice. She was positive. I wasn't. And then the last, like, PHA I had, I ran it by the lady 
that I haven't got COVID, but I live in like a house with multiple people plus my kids. And she's like, oh, we can do, a, um, what is it? What is that? The uh, antibody test? Yeah, the antibody. I've never got it. And she, the test came back negative that I've never had it. So I don't know. My immune You're system just fucking man. rocking it, I guess. I have also never had it. Wow. And I mean, like, my mom tested positive in my face. And she was like, well, do you want me to wear a mask? And I was like, absolutely not. Like, my kids are running around going to school, getting germs, bringing it home. Like, who cares? If we have it, we have it. Who cares? But we haven't gotten it. We've been healthy. Yeah. I'm also not vaccinated. And a lot of people are like, ooh. Well, Well, that doesn't bother me. But, you know, good old military. If you want to be in, oh, wait, you're our property. You have to get the fucking (laughs) vaccination. Yeah. So. Me and you know Bryson had kind of had no choice on that matter. I mean, yeah, you had to get that first one right, but everything yeah, you have after to. the they booster get, they haven't but... forced it. But the the first one they started off were like, "We're not going to make you do it." And then as it went on, they were like, "You can't take any extra courses, no signing yeah, up for anything extra." It so it, they kind of backed you into the corner where like you have to do it. I'm not taking it anymore though. I, I I stand by the fact that that COVID vaccine has messed me up in some way, shape, or form. I'm telling you, I I got this. I have this weird feeling all the time now that I never had until I got the booster shot or COVID. Like I I, I don't trust it, so I'm done with it. I'm not touching that shit anymore. If the, if the military gets to a point where they want to make people get it, that's when they'll have to kick me out. Screw the 20 years. I won't get it done. I'm not taking another COVID shot. You're not stabbing me again. <clears throat> but anyway. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about today, want to talk a little bit about communication and relationships. Um, and since we have a gym chick here on, on the mic with us, want to talk about dating in the gym. When is it acceptable? Is it ever even acceptable? And if it is acceptable, how do you go about doing it? And I think I want to kick it off with that, Vanessa. Have you, how, is it ever acceptable? And if it is, how would you prefer that type of thing to go down that will make you feel not disrespected or anything like that? Are you asking in terms of communication or are you asking in terms of like the full-blown relationship factor? I'm just talking in general terms of I'm in the gym, <laughs> I'm working out, I see you there every week, I want to approach you. But the gym is the only place I see you. And you know how it is in the gym. Women don't want to be hit on, but it's like I don't see you anywhere else. Am I supposed to chase you out to the parking lot? When I mean, I don't say it like that. I have been approached in numerous ways. Not as often as what people think, but <laughs> enough to, <laughs> to have some sort of feelings about it. The best times to approach people like me, being that I'm an avid gym junkie, is mm-hmm. before my workout or after i have been approached mid-workout like mid-set and i you know it's different when you sit there you say hey how many sets do you have left you know are you almost done with this and we're like yeah you know you got it next or whatever the the case may be but some guy actually did stop me um mid pull i was on the cable <laughs> machine pulling and he flagged me down i and i stopped i was like on rep two and i took my my earphone out and i was like yeah and he was like he was like why do you look so mean 
Oh, really? <laughs> oh, shit. I, 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 I heard that you do that, that a bit of a meme, and I can't even see you. <laughs> because, you know what? Here's the thing. You know, it's kind of like how everybody has two, three, four different personalities. We are who yeah. um, everybody gets to meet. We are who we are with our family. We are who we are with our friends. We are who we are as employees because some of us have to actually put on a face to be an employee and we don't yeah, get yeah, to be ourselves, you know? So when I'm in the gym, I am in the gym. <laughs> I am there for a purpose. Don't bother me. And so you, for you, go, go, ahead. Right, go ahead. Do you feel like that's every most, well, most women's um, mentality when they're in the gym is I'm here for a purpose. Leave me alone while I'm doing no, this? No. So I go to a real small location. I, I So same gym, but I live closer to a bigger location. I will not go there to the bigger location because of the muscle that I have to compete against with men. <laughs> I have to walk in there with my chest puffed out like I oh, own this shit. Like big, big status. Exactly. And I have no problem walking up there with big dick energy. Okay. <laughs> However, if I'm sitting there and I get to a point to where I'm just like, man, I just want to be able to come in here, smile and work out, but not be bothered. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go there. So I go to a smaller location. Now what I have learned with going to the bigger locations is a lot of the women that are in there of course, all of us either are insecure, and you can tell the ones that are insecure because they look around because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're in black, navy blue, or gray. There's a color scheme to this shit? Yes, okay. because if the you neutral. pay attention, women the don't neutral. want to be seen in the yeah. gym. It's like they're camouflage. Like, especially, exactly. The ones that are, that are insecure and just starting, they're like, you know, we don't want people to see me because... You know, I'm supposed to look this type of way based on what society says. And then there are people like me who wear <laughs> all different extra colors in the gym. But <laughs> the reason I wear the extra colors is because I want the women who are wearing black, blue, gray, you know, to be like, wow, I want those too. And not for what they look like, but how they would make them feel because it's about confidence to me. That that I, I I can see that I can All see right, that. So I, real, real quick, one one quick random. Well, it's not really a random question, but is it still the same if it's a woman? That same big dick energy is it? That's still the same, or is it like something different, like big tit energy? Is it, you know what I mean? I mean, hey, don't get me wrong, because I do have a shirt that says "big tit energy." Um, I actually, the shirt I'm actually wearing right now says "lady boner," so you know, like. Oh. It just kind of is oh, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. I'm like, yeah, you know, I get the saying big dick energy, but I just want to see if it means exactly. the same shit for like women. That's why I was I like, all right, so. I get that. I get I mean, that. it's invisible mm -hmm. and yeah, so, yeah, whatever. That's a whole different conversation. What is up with these women that go to the gym, though, that I can tell they don't know what they're doing? But they come there like they legit just did their makeup. Now I used to go with my ex-wife, yeah, and yo, she'd be seriously. pointing them out. Like, are are there? Do have you noticed, or do you have, are you friends with anybody in the gym that actually just go there dolled up like they're trying to get eyes on them, just so, to try yes, to pick and up? I was I was just gonna say that too. So there's two women, two <clears> type <throat> of women in that. There are the ones that put it on because they're so insecure that the only way that they can get attention is by the makeup. And two, there are women who legit had a full face of makeup for work 
and then went to the gym and had to work out. But you can tell that there is an insecure woman or a woman that wants attention by the way that she dresses. The one, so like, and I'm not sitting here saying that I am one to fall in these categories because if you like, if you look at my Instagram, you'll see like there are various pictures of me where I do have a sports bra that's mesh in between. So you can see my chest a little the bit, girls. but you can't Showing see a lot. the girls off. <clears throat> right. But it's still done in a modest way. I'm not sitting here, you know, basically with shorts that when I bend over, you see my lips pop out. You know what God I mean? Damn. Like, but you get where I'm going. <laughs> no, my no, shorts I've are not so short. Exactly. And those are the ones that strive for attention. And those are the ones that drive me crazy because it's like, are you serious about what you're here for? Or are you hiding and running from something? Because if that's the case, go get therapy. Hmm. True. That's a good, that's a good point. Facts, facts. (laughs) So I know you've had like buddies in the gym, right? I think you told me you had buddies in the gym. You'd work out with sometimes get that were guys. So like, are they, are they understanding that relationship that I just like to, I'm, I'm here to work out. We're just here to work out together. Or do they, are you getting some people that are taking in a little more than that and thinking you want more than that? Or this is your way of trying to, trying to shoot your shot with them. I mean, how, how does that work? Um, so to be honest, since we have conversed last, <laughs> my gym crew has changed a lot. So the big group of people I used to work out with, I don't work out with any of them anymore. Um, it's kind of gone back to my original gym partner who I've had since 2019. Um, and men actually won't approach me when he's near me. And I can't say how much I appreciate it at times. Gym bodyguard 2.0. Exactly. Sometimes I'm just like, act like my boyfriend for five seconds. Um, Just because I'm like, I don't want to be bothered. I really don't. Um, I don't really think I've had a partner or somebody that I've worked out with that has tried to cross the line. I do. I have had men that I've seen in the gym come up to me and like, okay, well, I'm taking you out to coffee. And I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Just because you think you're cute doesn't mean you're going anywhere with me. I'd be surprised any man would come up to you like that. Because as you said earlier, you, I I think I told you when I first met you, you do look mean. (laughs) Like you have. (laughs) (laughs) She does does look mean. But (laughs) when I spoke to her, I'm like, wow, she's like the nicest person ever. But she she looks really nice. She looks evil. But she sounds really nice. Yeah, sounds Thanks. really sweet, right? She wouldn't hurt a fly. Look at her. Well, I don't know about that. I, she sounds really nice. Oh, no. Yeah, she can probably go to, crush a watermelon. Go to my, go to my handle. <laughs> go to my IG. You can see me. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's pretty built. You, all right. So you're saying you get, the, you get that real, what is it? Rest, rest and bitch face? Is that what it is? What do they call it? Um, only when I'm working out. Yeah, get that mean mug. Fuck yeah, be, but some of that goes back to, um, it goes. It really genuinely goes back to. I'm there for a purpose. I'm there to maintain well, yeah, my body. You ain't, and, you ain't there trying to catch your next fucking, <clears throat> you know, body or whatever one you will call it. Exactly. Exactly. Right, like some of, some of the reasons. 
Candy, Candy Apple? Apple Queen 89, yeah. Oh, well, just because the queen in the name right there. Okay, yep. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, she looks not well. Okay, the first one she's smiling. Let me let me just scroll down. That was my birthday. That was. Let me scroll down a little bit. Let me see like one of the gym poses. All right, hold on. Yeah, she just got that like get the fuck away from me look. <laughs> yeah, like she'll fuck you up, bro. Okay, well, but, some uh, of that comes from the fact that um, a lot of my stress and anger and frustration, I take it out on the weeds. Motivation, yeah. Yeah, so I I try really hard not to carry it and bring it out at home, no, on my, no, I'm just you know, playing. with you my don't... children and you know all of that. And so it's it's one thing I don't care that I have a resting bitch face. I don't care that people think I'm no, mean you... when I'm in the gym because I'm there for a purpose. A good place to make a transition here. Absolutely. <laughs> say you're Time taking all that aggression life, and everything out in the gym. Um, are you how? What happened with um? the guy you were with and, and you know, the, I know you went through a lot of troubles with that and he was horrible. I mean, I remember some of the things you told me about the guy. I mean, horrible guy. Um, <clears throat> it was that something that really drove you towards that type of lifestyle. And you felt like that was your outlet to, to find something like that to get into. So in regards to, um, it being my lifestyle, no, I was an athlete from the time I was about three and a half, four years old. So I, you know, performed various sports throughout high school and um, coached and stuff like that through a little bit of college. But when I became a mom, I slowed that down because, you know, my priorities shifted. And so um, when I got back into it, um, he had some to do with it. Um, he was very awful. Um, and believe it or not, him and I are, are in a really good place now. What? Yeah, we're really I cordial. Have, I would not have believed that, man. I swear, the stuff you told me, I still remember that stuff oh, right now. Oh, he was it's awful. Just, ugh, he was like, awful. Disgusting type of awful. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he man. was. He was very awful. Um, but I, <laughs> so he's, so you know. Uh, Luis, he's he's also in the military. Um, he okay. picked up his seven. He's a 37 Fox. So he picked up his seven, um, not last November, but the November before. And he actually pissed hot. Ooh, and, damn. But he got really lucky because they gave him a second chance. So they demoted him back down to six, which whatever, but he's, he's currently stationed in California. So he's nowhere near me, which is great, which I actually think helped Mm -hmm. our, um, our co-parenting relationship. Um, I think that he had a lot to do with it because of his own insecurities. Um, He's not happy with himself. He's, I mean, he's still, see, he's six foot one, probably 280. He's a big guy. Big guy. Damn, yeah. I'm six two. I'm the motherfucker. You said 280. He's 100 pounds heavier than me. Holy shit. Oof. That's a big Yeah, so dude. When, I, when I met him, he was 220. So to go from okay. 220 to 280 in 11 Damn. years, that's a huge difference. Yeah. That's a lot of five guys. Exactly. That, that is five guys. I need to be careful when you say that. It's, that's five guys. <laughs> yeah. So I actually, um, 
one thing he did tell me was that he wanted me to look slim thick like all the girls on Instagram. And so initially, I was like, I looked at him and I was like, hold on. Did he say it in those words, like literally just like that? Yeah, he did. Oh, that's rough. But don't get me wrong. I'm I'm more, I'm definitely the type of guy, like, if I feel like you have a goal, like if you're my significant other, if you have a goal, I'm going to help you. I'm going to push you towards that goal. But to compare you to like something unrealistic because a lot of Instagram shit is fake. You know what I mean? Like all oh, fake. The certain so angles, was, certain lighting, yeah. that's it's fucked yep. up. And that was some of the conversations that we would have because he would say something like that to me. And then I would turn around and be like, but I can guarantee you none of them have kids. And <clears throat> Luis, if you go to my very first picture on Instagram, not only was it yeah. filtered and I was plastered in makeup because I was that girl that was super insecure. I was less than, I want to say, I was less than six months post-op from having my tubes tied. And I wasn't even two years postpartum from my third baby. Okay. so That's that's a lot on a woman's body. It's definitely a lot. It is. But I went from, I I, want to say I got pregnant at like 140. I had her at 152. And I literally ended at like 145 when I had her. And so for me, I'm like, you want me to look like that? But I had three kids. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? It's like, wait, so you're telling me you're now not attracted to me because of how my figure looks. But women would kill to have my figure after having a child. Man, yeah. right? right. That's the thing. Like me, me and Bryce have talked about this. Like <clears throat> I lost count how many times we talk about this. Like as we get older, like real men. They they want like the hot mom bod. Yeah, they want some mileage on you, baby. They, yeah, I mean. like don't get me wrong, like shit. I I can't put it any other way without sounding like like it's not gonna be perverted, but whatever. Some people will prudes about shit. If you ain't thick, it's gonna hurt when we're fucking. I don't, you know, I'm not. It's not <laughs> slow shit. Like it needs to be. Hey, a good time needs to be rough. I don't, I don't know about that, about Lewis. It. There's listen, some skinny women that can, I'm telling you. Listen, I know my ex was a gymnast. <laughs> Yo, my ex was a gymnast teacher. Like she was slim. Was the sex good? Yes. But now that I'm graduated, oh, I'm sorry. I I want I want to see that like hourglass shape. Like, you know, I want to be able to grab her ass that's bigger than my hand. I got big fucking hands, bro. Oh, so you know, we, that's just, I got little ones. I wear extra small clothes. <laughs> you know, but we we ended up getting there because I ended up getting <laughs> slim thick, and then he looked at me and said, "You need to lose two inches in your waist and gain it in your hips in order for me to be sexually attracted to you." And at that point, I was like, "Bruh, like, what are you talking about? Seriously, like, okay, so now so, you're now you're trying to put measurements on me." So that part is crazy, but to a very tiny degree, like really tiny, I at least give him a little bit of props or at least communicating that like, hey, this is what I want. It's definitely an unrealistic fucking like request. That's like being like, I'm probably going to get shit from guys about this, but that's like being you being like to him. Well, you know what? I hear what you're saying, but I need you to add like an itch to your penis. Can you can you help me out there? I need you to hit like, the backboard. You beat the right, fuck out because, of the front door. But. And, and as you just said it, like as as we all get older, because I'll be the first to tell you, I like the dad bod. I don't need no washing really? dad. I, I absolutely do. I do. Mm. I like a little beer belly. It's fine. I don't want somebody that's completely out of shape. Like, 
Come on. But at the yeah. end of the day, yeah, I like I like the dad bod. It's sexy to me. Well, but, I guess I shouldn't like, say it's crazy because, I mean, I guess me and Lewis are saying we like mom bods. Just don't be ridiculously out of shape. But, but, yeah. Right. But like when you're because <clears throat> this was the case, like my my waist was 27 inches. So you're telling me you want a 25 inch waist? That's unrealistic for someone <laughs> built like me. Yeah, some body types are just not going to get a certain way. I mean, no. it doesn't matter how hard you beat it. it exactly. With all disrespect, you look good. No disrespect, like, but I, I, I don't know. Like certain things, it's like I've had friends like that too, where, like, my friend John, his when he first met his wife, she was like a beanpole, like she really was. And then you know they, she had four kids, and like, to, for lack of a better term, she blew up. And it wasn't because like. The kids, it was the kids, but it was mainly because she was just a lazy ass. Like she did nothing. He did. He worked two jobs so she could stay home, and then she blew up. And then, like you know, she's she worked it down. She dropped a lot of weight, and she she does look good. But she, like we were, I was talking to him probably like six months ago, and he's like, "Yeah, I just wish it could be like when she was back in high school." And I was, and I was, bro, that's unrealistic. She had four kids. Yeah, naturally, no section. Like, just fucking, that's a lot on her body. But not just that. A lot of men don't understand. And women don't know, too. So this is for both genders. It takes four years for a body, a woman's body, to go back to any specific way it's supposed to after one baby. Oh, no shit. I didn't know that. I mean, it would yeah, make so, sense. Yeah, so four years. So, like, my youngest, she'll be six this year. So for me, I'm like, okay, I should be two years out from where I should be. But then I underwent a hysterectomy. So my body is now transitioning again for an additional four years because that's abdominal trauma. And that's something men don't go through. Don't, um, I mean, when women are are going through that nine months of pregnancy, uh, (laughs) excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> don't <laughs> they're like the pelvic bones separate throughout that time frame right and that's that's what causes their hips to get wider so it's easier to give birth so i mean there's a lot yeah, of shit going on that doesn't always stay that also doesn't <clears throat> always stay you know i actually had a, a grown man tell me that he didn't want to talk to me because i don't have stretch marks Ooh. oh yeah that he was really like oh request Hey, everyone's got their kinks, but that's but definitely I, like, different. But I was like, I respect it. I mean, like I have stretch marks in other places, but not on my stomach from having children. So people don't naturally know that I have kids. Yeah. And for me, I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, that's the goal. Yeah, <laughs> you mean you wouldn't look know. like it. Well, actually, you know what? Now that I think of it, my kid's mother was the same way. Like she was, she's a tiny woman. She's five feet tall. And then oh, she was five one when she had my son. And my son was like eight. 8.3 pounds like he was a big kid and she like blew the fuck up like she was all belly and now i think of it i don't think she has any stretch marks at all and like she she's definitely not a gym person not at all hmm. but now that i think of it i don't think i've ever seen her with stretch marks i wonder how big julia's gonna blow up because she's she's five she's two, tiny bro 105 <laughs> pounds like what well, all depends a too bitty yeah it all depends because i from like you know statistics or whatever and you know maybe Vanessa can say I'm wrong or whatnot, but I guess supposedly if it's a a boy, you're more like belly, 
Yes. Uh, is it a girl? You're like you, it's like I forget. Is it like the boy a little bit lower, the girl you're a little bit higher? Is that how that goes? So that's more of a myth because my sister carried say, my yeah. nephew really high, and I carried all of my kids really low. Um, I have one boy and two girls, and he's in between. The only difference was because I wasn't very big and I didn't gain a lot of weight either. My son was all belly and well all my kids were all belly but my oldest daughter she i filled out with her on the sides like the last week and a half of being pregnant with her so you could tell from behind at that point that i was pregnant but with my other two you couldn't tell so my kids my older two were six pounds ten ounces and my youngest was six pounds one ounce so i had tiny babies Hmm. okay but stretch marks are also genetic to a certain degree. My my dad's side of the family, they didn't have any stretch marks. My grandmother had five kids and the last two were twins. No stretch marks whatsoever. Yeah, I tend to think that, I tend to feel like <clears throat> how your body bounces back after a baby is genetic too. I mean, I, I think if your mom did well after having children, you can kind of judge how you might react after a baby based on how your mother did and her mother's mother and, you know, on and Some on. of it's actually based on age um, because like I was young when I had my oldest, so my body was already reacting better. Women who typically have children that are a bit older, that's where genetics really plays a factor because as you get older, you lose a lot of elasticity mm-hmm. in, your, in your skin mm-hmm. and collagen and everything else. So there's a lot of factors to it. It's not just age. If you will. So Julia's not going to be a big mama. Okay. I mean, she's 105 <laughs> pounds. She'll probably, if, if she gains healthy weight, guaranteed, she'll probably be about a buck 30 by the time baby that's is what born. I'm. That's what I was thinking she'd be. I was telling her, you probably gain anywhere from 20 to 25 pounds maybe when you're pregnant, maybe 30. But I wouldn't expect much more than that. And she's like, how do you know? I'm like, well, I mean, it's kind of common sense. The doctor's going to tell you how much weight you should gain healthy anyway he's going to try to keep you in a certain range based on your your age your weight your height and all that stuff you just can't blow the fuck up to 160 pounds you're unhealthy <laughs> if you do that yeah well that's, or not. That's, that's why i like that you said healthy weight because i've it's one thing like you know my my 20 year reunion for high school is this year and i've just seen like you know some of the girls that i in high school i was like oh you know i had a crush on her and now I see them go through the phases. I'm like, God damn. Like, I'm not trying to sound mean, but it's the truth at least, you know? Man, say it, man, say it. Some of them are just fucking blown up. Like, stop hitting that Burger King. Stop it. Say it. It's not good. They have the ones that were, like, (laughs) terrible looking in high school, and then they look like fucking models. Yes, yes. They've blossomed like a motherfucker after high school. There's there's two of them. Yes, yes. Two of them. This girl, uh, this girl, Rachel, and this other girl, uh, Nicole. They were both like, they were all right looking girls. And then after high school, like one of them, one is Nicole straight up a bottle. She models for some like car brand or something like that. Some aftermarket. Check company. her out. And then the, uh, the other girl, Rachel, I haven't seen her in a minute, but the last time I ran into her, like, I didn't even know it was her. And she was, she's like, Lewis. And you know, that feeling when you're like, fuck, I know this person somewhere and I have no idea who the fuck it is. And Every I time like, I scroll yeah, through Instagram. and it was just like all right i'm I'm not gonna fucking lie to you i have no idea who you are 
And in my head, I'm like, how the fuck do I not know this girl? She's good looking. She's like, oh, it's Rachel from school. <laughs> Holy shit, you look way different. So I wanna... I'm, I'm from okay. Colorado, so I don't I don't have to see anybody <laughs> from high school for me, which is such a blessing. I, I hate it. It's my just because I still look the same from what I was told. Oh, I, I do too. My cheeks were just chunkier back then. It's that's it. I look the same. I wasn't popular in high school, so I wasn't either. I don't care no, about none of it. I was really? ugly, skinny, shy as hell. Like, <laughs> Trust I had me, like bro. one best friend. Like it, it, it was no. I don't miss any no. of me. That I said, fuck them. Trust me, the the Lewis you know now is definitely not the Lewis from high school. Like I same. was very like quiet and like literally a lot of people literally known like knew me as no joke know me as Lou, uh jose's brother because oh, you know, my twin brother was like super popular and a lot of people liked him he always went to parties so straight up doing a lot of people like oh wait you're jose's brother right fuck my name is lewis Yes, bro. <laughs> I have a brother named Jose. What the fuck? <laughs> What's funny too? I'm I'm in my older days now, and that's how people know me because they like, oh, you in brother? Like I'm the oldest. God damn it! What the fuck? That <laughs> 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 motherfucker, my brother. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that's how it is with him and my other brother. They're, they're popular. They talk to everybody. I'm not the most talkative person. I like. I mean, I'll blow, oh, I know. blow you off. Like I don't when, care. When you when we go out, I'm normally the one to start the conversation. <laughs> yeah, but. But I know you though. I'll I'll spark up conversation with you. But if it no, comes no, I mean, to like, like when we go out, like if if we go to like a bar or like you know what, like Chili's Chill Night, I'm always oh, yeah, talking yeah, to yeah. the bartender all the time. Oh yeah. Now if you spark if you start the conversation, yeah, I can I can chime myself in. You'll but jump I would, right in. I'd probably never start it because I'm just here, you know. But you do your <laughs> thing, Louis, so we can have some some good chat going on here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it usually happens like that. Yeah. Well, you know, so, is, I'm I'm single, so why the fuck not? So Vanessa, I wanna I wanna transition again over to something else and I wanna talk about what I feel and I wanna get your opinion on it too. I don't think I've asked any other female here before. I think we touched on it on the eleven question episode. But <clears throat> I'd like to know what do you feel like communication is hands down the one most important thing that needs to be achieved in a in a relationship? Cause I do. I don't. Can, I like to know why. Okay. All right. This is good. Because communication is probably the second most important factor in a relationship. The first most important factor in a relationship is understanding. You can't have good communication if you're not going to understand how the person feels, what the person is saying. A lot of people spend time communicating but they're listening to respond instead of listening to understand or to comprehend what that person is really feeling in that moment. And sometimes it's nonverbal. Sometimes it's body language. Sometimes there's no words at all. Which but I will you, say a lot of guys are just fucking muted to that. They just, right. They but this is where, in my opinion, women need to understand and men need to understand too. None of us are mind readers. So mm -hmm. there comes a point in time with communication where I believe understanding is so important that if you can't, if you can't have a conversation with somebody to understand, no one's really going to get anywhere. 
I'll give you an example. So I have a boyfriend. I've uh, been with that person for quite a while, and I just keep it really low because I am who I am. Um, <laughs> not I figure you like start talking off. like real low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not ready to show him off yet. But um, we've had, we don't argue, but we've had some kind of heated conversations. And one of the things I say to him is, do you want to be happy or do you want to be comfortable? Do you want comfort or a solution? Because sometimes things are going to be uncomfortable if you're going to get what you achieve. And going there starts with communication, but it also ends with understanding. You can't get anywhere if you don't want to understand or if you choose not to listen to your partner in that, if that makes any sense. It all makes sense. Makes I, sense. Yeah, that makes yeah sense. I never, um, I never asked about the understanding portion of any of it. I mean, I feel like, I guess that could be a problem. Yeah, you can talk all day and discuss things, but you ain't never understood any word that came out of my mouth, so it gets nowhere. So, yeah, I get that. That's that's a way. That's a, that's a side that's a of it point. I never really looked at. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's why for me, I think this is why my ex and I have, have finally got to be in a cordial place because there was a point in time where he wanted to argue with me and I was quiet. And he actually told me me being quiet hurt more to him than me saying anything. But I had to tell him I didn't say anything because I also know that despite the fact that what you did was really awful to me. What I can say next can scar you. It's not going to hurt you in this moment. I can say some really evil things that will really hurt you for the rest of your life. It'll have you questioning everything. And so in that moment, I chose silence, right? Because I I didn't want to be that person. So in this, there was a point in time where we were arguing, and I just looked at him and said, would you like comfort or a solution? Because if you want comfort, we can end this conversation now and I probably won't talk to you for the rest of the month and you can call the kids on these days at this time. Hmm. And he was just like flabbergasted because I I told him, I was like, I don't want to argue at all because at the end of the day in my situation, my kids are the ones that are losing. And they're winning if we can have a successful conversation. Do you feel like you are less tolerant of bullshit now because you've had to be with somebody for so long and put up with a bunch of bullshit? So I didn't have to. I chose to. But yes, 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 I am. Absolutely. And let's just kind of go there. And to be honest, um, Luis, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, shit. I don't mind that shit at all. 38. I'm going to be 39 this year. You're like kind of in the border of it, but I hate men in our generation. Men in our gen, in my generation, and me and Bryson's generation, it, they suck. No offense to oh, you. Oh, trust me. No, but it's they all do. Good. And so there's like, okay, I'll give an example. There was a guy from the gym who had been trying to talk to me for the last two years, and I've blown him off. And one day I just had a conversation with him because I felt bad. And 
he was like, you're always so mean, you're rude. And I'm like, okay, well, I already told you, I don't want to go out with you. I have no desire. Like, what is it that you're trying to achieve here? And he was like, you know, you can be kind of a bitch sometimes, but I like it though. And that's the last wow. time I spoke to him. Because for me, it's like, if you're sitting here looking at my behavior instead of being rejected, you're looking at it like I'm a bitch. So this comes back on me. Then you're not even paying attention to your behavior. Yeah. And how dare you say that to me? Because if you're saying that to me and we're having a casual conversation, what would you say to me in a relationship? Good yeah, point. Yeah. That's, that's a great, that's a good point. Well, trust me, I, I get it because, you know, no other way to say it. But during my whole phase, like a lot of the women I dated and like, like fooled around with, they were all in their like early to like mid 20s and just the stories they were telling me, I was just like, wow, dude, your generation's fucked. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> fucked when you're my age. God damn. Yeah, yeah. So my, my boyfriend is 11 years older than me. And I like that generation. Yeah. Mm. So wait, I, well, I know a girl don't the day that was like 40. Her boyfriend's like 42, 43. No, 45. 45. He was 45. God. Yeah. yeah. And he was, 45. um, she had read, she was reading some of the messages that he sent there, and I'm like, oh, that game yeah. just sounds so old. Yeah. Is that oh, is that the yeah. kind of lingo you're sweet, getting like yeah. that? That old Lenny Williams type of game, Otis Redden type of spit game spitting. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I just, nah, I just think he was like, because you know, some people they say they're like, quote, unquote, you know, old souls. I just think that's what that guy was. Like, he, even though, mm. yeah, he's in his mid 40s, like, you're getting up to that. Will you apply to that word old, man? Like, I'm 38. I'm going to be 39. I definitely don't feel my age. That's for damn sure. Mm -hmm. Not at all. I still feel like I'm in, like, my fucking early, like, late 20s for sure. I'm in my prime. I'm also in my prime. I think we're the same age. So I'm about to be 34. And he's 44. Now, mind you, the biggest catch, which I've kind of been, like, not sure I'm okay with. But he, his daughter just had a baby. (laughs) <laughs> you're huh. a grandma i am not <laughs> i am not no i'll be oma that's fine uh, i can accept that <laughs> but granny. no he oh, so he um he does not talk to me like that he's real relaxed um He's not from this country, though. So even though he's lived here a majority of his life, he still has broken English sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But other than that, no, he's he's definitely more of a hey, um, I'm gonna do this, or he just does it for me. I don't have to ask him numerous times. He just does it. Like he's one day. 44. Exactly. One. <laughs> I mean, he also he did his time in the military. He makes good money. He's He's in law enforcement now, so like he is it the same guy from, mm-hmm. from a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so that carried on. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the other day, I had told him that I ran through my shoes because I really did. I have a hole in the bottom of my shoes, and I don't even care. I'll tape it. Like I just don't feel like spending any money to buy new shoes. And he was like, "I got you," and 
he ordered us matching pairs recently. Oh, see that? That's sweet. That's that's. Uh, I'll yeah, buy like, new gym clothes before I buy new shoes. Big facts. <laughs> Go ahead. Big facts. <laughs> well, see, that's a that's a topic I want to do one of the podcasts is why why do women like older men? Because it it just seems like as I can tell you that right now, easy answer. Well, that's I'm sure you could. That's the answer. Well, but you know, every woman is different. So this is what I've learned from dating him. Um, There was a standard that was set in our parents' generation. So the people who are the baby boomers, right? Yeah. Correct. But I was raised in a two-parent household, so both my parents still work to this day. My dad is 59. My mom is 56. So she's they're still young. Oh, you got some young ones. I do. So with that being said, like they showed me, hey, women don't stay at home. Women mow the grass. Women do this. Women do that. And then the man does this. The man does that. The man cooks. And they're shared. It's shared. Everything is shared. So then it kind of shifted. So the generation just beneath that, the ones that are, are any, anywhere in between 45 and 50, women started becoming entitled. And I know that because I'm watching my aunts go through it right now with their husbands or lack of husbands because of an entitlement. So I have a, one aunt that's been divorced now three <clears throat> times, and she works. Well, no. But <laughs> she... Correct. But she likes to sit on her ass and talk shit all day. And mm. and every time she sits down, I call it the throne. I'm like, oh, here she goes sitting <laughs> on the throne. <laughs> so the women in, in between 40 and 50 tend to sit down because the men got up and said, no, I'll provide for you. And we'll do it. And then somehow in between Luis, your generation in my generation, the men are like, oh, hell no, I have standards, I have this, I have that. But it throws women off because men want women to submit. But let me say this, we are not dogs. We do not submit. I, as a woman, know my place, but it's up to a man to lead. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what I grew up that. hearing is, if boys can stand up and be men, women will sit down and be ladies. So if a man can lead, we can sit back and follow. We can allow you guys to do what you need to do because it's your primal instinct to lead and to make sure that we are all good. When we you don't get that out of a book or something? Absolutely not. When, <laughs> when we don't feel secure, we will argue, we will nag, we will fuss, we will make your lives living hell. We are supposed to be your peace, not your headache. So yeah. if you do what you need to do, we will easily do what you need us to do. Yeah, see, that's traditional values. Mm-hmm. And that, like, that, what's the uh, one of the big problems with the, like, the younger generation is a lot of women want tradi- they want men to be traditional, but they don't want to present any traditional values mm-hmm. into the situation they just want that but then they still want to be like the boss bitch you know miss independent don't get me wrong an independent woman is attractive as fuck but if you can't see it as you can be you can do your own thing i actually like that but if you don't bring like as much energy that i do to the situation then it's not going to work like and it's like you, you definitely 
brought up a bunch of points and that's just a lot of and then the thing is too is don't get me wrong part of like being in a relationship you're, you're not all gonna match you're not gonna all agree to the same thing you're gonna have your own belief but then part of it in being in that situation or relationship is that you want to be able like like you said before you have to be able to understand and compromise on certain things a, a lot of women the younger ones that just Nope, this is what I want. If you don't want it, yeah. or if you're not going to provide it, fuck that. I'll just go somewhere else. But you also mm-hmm. have to look at the the generation that they're in. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's think, why I said the younger ones. Yeah, so I think in our generation, and even the ones slightly like a couple of years younger than us, yeah. we we were we were raised to have careers. They're raised with social media. We are like yeah, the last generation <laughs> that we were introduced to social media. But when we were in kindergarten and they said, what do you want to be when you grow up? It was an astronaut, a scientist, mm-hmm. a teacher, doctor, lawyer. You know, doctor, lawyer. <laughs> yep. It wasn't, I want to be an influencer on social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be only fans. Or I my daughter so told me she wants to be a YouTube fuck? star. That That was what she said. She and and how is that? So did you ask her how that was going to pay the bills? I mean, it ain't gonna pay the bills initially, but my daughter doesn't. She, I don't. It may be because she's so young right now, but I've tried to tell her, baby, that is not like a real career. Career. You don't need to go through school thinking I'm going to make videos and make a living. You don't even know how the world's going to be ten years from now when you get out of school. But some of I that comes from example because everybody's so dead set on TikTok and learning the new dance. You know, I've never done any of those dances from TikTok. I have no idea how to do it. Use TikTok. Well, oh. uh, listen, I got a TikTok, but I've never made a TikTok video about dances. So. Oh, I only have a TikTok because I need to stalk my daughter and make sure she's not on it. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Investigative PI mom. Oh, absolutely. That. I have to be. <laughs> Because, you know, with girls, there is nothing. And you're right. There is nothing better, quote unquote, better than being um, an independent woman. But I'll tell you what. I've been independent for too damn long and I'm tired. <laughs> it is fucking hilarious how many times I've heard that exact fucking phrase. They're like, you know what? Yes, I could do my own shit. I could buy my own stuff. What the fuck? I'm sick of that shit. Like, I, I just want someone to be with me. They don't need to necessarily need to buy me everything. Like, if I want it, I'm going to buy it. But it's still nice to have someone being like, you know what, babe? I got you. I'll buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hell, I'm learning that. how to I work do. on cars right now. And I'm loving it. Because, oh, that's sick. Fucking yeah, air high five. Thank you. Because at the end of the day, I don't, I don't need my nails done. I'd rather have a broken nail because I'm sitting here fixing or changing my oil instead of being out there, I don't know, doing my makeup and whatever. I have a bare face. Well, right, I like so his, it, but. his like where I'm kind of a hypocrite because I love cars. Cars have been my life for the past like 25 years. But like I, I love a woman who's like feminine, but I also love a woman who doesn't mind getting dirty with me. But then there's yeah. just one pet peeve of mine. It's like, all right, I love that you're like down and you're like working on me with my cars. But instantly, I'd be like, "Go wash your hands, because dirty nails are disgusting." <laughs> so it's just one well, of those. Well, okay, so things. I'm I'm kind of there, but I think there needs to be some clarification on femininity because I can be super feminine. You can see me in a dress. I can have my nails done, but yeah, you know, and and trust and believe every pair of heels I own, I can run in. I test well, them out. That's, I swear that's a military <laughs> thing, though, like because you you gotta learn how to run in fucking anything—shoes, boots, socks. So I, I get it with the whole heels thing. 
but you know, like what, what is femininity to you? I, I'm actually curious about this because I can sit here and say, okay, I get my toes painted, but does that mean that I'm feminine? Well, all right. Like, so do I have I'm to sure wear lingerie? This... Like, what is it? Honestly, the, I, I honestly think that if, since you just said lingerie, I actually think a woman in just a t-shirt and fucking panties is hot as fuck. Like, straight up. Like, you don't, lingerie is nice, don't get me wrong, but in reality, you buy it, it looks good. But we're just gonna rip it off within like exactly. five to ten minutes. Fuck that! Just get some hot, Over, like oversized t-shirt, lacy panties. panties, and a, like one of my t-shirts. Oh, that's it. It's on. Like as far as that, Bro. but from what I consider like femininity, femininity. Sorry, um, it, you know, just basic stuff like wear dresses, like fucking high heels. I'm sorry, high heels are fucking sexy as fuck. I don't care if you're tall. A girl in high heels is like that's hot. It really is. Um. I just I like know, to take them you off. Know, get your hair done, like nails done, like that kind of stuff. It, it doesn't mean you have to be like, what the hell is that movie? The Stepford Wives where you're all like, like if you're like prissy, no, like I, no, no, no. I, I, like I said before, I like a woman that doesn't mind getting her hands dirty. But at the same token, I like that she doesn't, that she enjoys like, you know, dressing up nice, like a, a dress or a skirt and or like something like that. You know, if that makes any sense. No, it does. I'm I'm actually asking because I I want to say I think my boyfriend's the first person since I was 17 that makes me feel feminine. Hmm. And nine times out of ten, I am in a t-shirt and panties, or you know, I'm in gym clothes, or I'm in sweats and a hoodie, and he's just like, "God, you're so cute like that." You know what I mean? And that's not feminine at all, but he still right. makes me feel good, even though I don't. I don't always need like that extra validation, but some part of me sometimes is like, man, maybe I should put a dress on on occasion. It's just a pain in the ass. Cause then some of the dresses are super cute. You got to find like a bra that's going to fit and like correctly. So we either look like we got it going on or whatever. And then if you choose not to wear a bra, you got to make sure that, you know, if you have your nipples pierced, that it's not protruding to the points where everybody's going to look. And it's so make much. Sure it's not a cool day. <laughs> well, right. So that's, that's why I asked what femininity is to, to yeah. men in general. What's femininity to you, Bryson? I don't know. Kind of like what Lewis said, like prissiness. I, I never really, I never really think about it. Julia's pretty feminine because I, she does all those typical woman things and wants me to be the man to do the manly stuff. She doesn't want to be taken out trash. She doesn't want to come up with plans for things. She doesn't want to um, <clears throat> figure out how to fix something around the house, where we're going to go get the oil change, stuff like that. She wants to sit back and worry about the female stuff, do the female thing, and Bryson, you take care of everything else. So, I don't know. She gets her nails done, hair done, stuff like that, but not all the time. She's not, and she's been camping with me, so I know she doesn't mind getting a little dirty, but I don't know. I think I kind of probably need to look up the definition of femininity and really be able to <laughs> narrow down that answer for you. Because I don't... I, I... I think everybody's definition is different, which is why I asked well, yeah. because, yeah. you know, not everybody is going to be your level of feminine or masculine because people can ask me what masculine energy is. And I'll tell you as a single fucking mom, I have masculine energy because I have to, not because I want to. 
Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just I figured I'd ask. I think I'm gonna work right. on that this year, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> how is it? Um, how is it dating? Or well, I mean, I know you've been with this guy since the last time I spoke to you. So yeah, you guys are beyond dating if you've been dating. You know, I guess I want to. Well, I wanted to ask her about dating with. Try, how does it? How is it like trying to find a man or a man being interested in you, knowing that you have three children? Like, is that does that ever play a role in anything? Or yeah, so um, I've had men who have simply just wanted to fuck because they're like, oh, you can reproduce, so it must be good <laughs> since you got three. Like, you know that kind of shit. And I'm like, well, it is, but you'll never find <laughs> out. You know, like oh, let's man. not, you know, let's not go there. Um, it's definitely <laughs> not to the woman. I've said it like bro talk. I've never said it to the woman because that's mad disrespectful. But like guy talk, I've definitely said that. I don't think like your typical woman. That's probably why I I know these things. No, you really don't. But that's why it's good to ask you these questions. <laughs> um. Oh man, I've actually had men turn me down. And not because I had kids, but because of the amount of kids. And for oh, okay. me, it's just like, okay, like that's your loss. Who cares? I'm not the one reaching out. But the second I say, yeah, I have kids. And they're like, how many? I'm like three. They're like, oh, okay. Like, all right. You clearly can't handle it. <laughs> like, all right. Say less. Don't know, have the same came father. back with the handle. Oof, <laughs> no, they don't. I have two different fathers. Okay. I I think because I asked you that because I think um, somebody asked me this not too long ago and I told them I really I said it would depend on how many baby daddies they got not the kids yeah so, we, we've had this discussion bro it was me and you yep so I think I said after I think I podcasts. said three baby daddies right would be my yeah cutoff. three was the limit three because I'd feel like that's... okay if you fell in love for the first time you had a couple of kids with a guy you fell in love with okay if you and you found another guy you thought okay this guy's better finally i found somebody you might make another mistake but i feel like you shouldn't fuck up three times <laughs> that's the way i yeah. looked at it so Yo, sometimes three times is the winning number bro <laughs> yeah i feel like you should not fuck up three times you're fucking up three times you need to get reevaluated so two kids in my two, three kids is not a bad thing in my personal opinion with two baby daddies if there were three baby daddies, then it would. I would have to really like this woman. I'd have to really like the woman. She had to be really good in bed. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say that either, because no, I mean, I'm, I'm just fucking around. Are, people are teachable. I, yeah. I had See, to teach no, my this ex. Is, this is what <laughs> we talked about. Women just love the fix factor. They just, I could fix this motherfucker. That's, that they love that. What well, is it about that? Why no, do women I, like fixing men? Now, I, it might not I be not. you, but a lot of women like to fix a, a man. A lot of like, them do. Like, I just don't get it. So I think some of it has to come from the fact that when we get into situations like this or in relationships where we really like somebody, we just want to be the one. So we will try to fix whatever we can to be like, hey, I'm here. Notice me. I am the one for you. Because we get obsessed mm. with how society portrays perfect relationships and how situations should be and how a man should treat a woman and how a woman should treat a man. Ooh, instead of actually just 
in the relationship. Go ahead. (laughs) I don't want to lose it. I want (laughs) to ask you this because you just said that. Do you, because I believe, yes. Do you also believe that this whole, all these movies and Instagram posts and Facebook and stuff of this ideal of what a relationship should be is what helps, was what kind of brings down some of these relationships. You're like, well, why don't you do treat me like that? Why don't you do this? the Cinderella effect. Yeah, because... Like, motherfucker, we've been together 10, 15 years. I mean, it ain't always going to be like that no more. Like, do you want to know how? That guy probably just met that woman. That's why he's all goo-goo over. He'll be tired of that bitch in 10 years. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, so, you know what I'm asking, right? Like, do you think social media is playing a role in some of these breakups in people's relationships these days or what? Oh, absolutely. And it's part of the reason well, yeah. why my boyfriend doesn't have social media. Hmm. Now, okay, so is that your choice or his? No, it's his choice. Okay. No, so, I'm not insinuating anything. Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm not. Um, it was his choice. Um, okay. But also because he's law enforcement and holds a really high position in his job and in his field. Um, he doesn't want to be anywhere in the media for anything. Okay. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. He doesn't if, want if you to have be a labeled. high position in any type of job, like social media in general can be really toxic where people yeah. can just like spark up stupid shit about you like it kind of happened to me uh bef- so i owned my own shop for like 10 years before that i used to work for this dealership and it was it was like literally like right after like at the time i was married but you know me me and my wife we oh, my ex-wife we always had like parties and so people always came over we had a good time and it was one of her friends and like she was you know she was by she was open about it one of her friends like liked her and her boyfriend at the time didn't like that so he actually like sent an email to my boss he figured out where i worked sent it because you know the dealerships are like you know meet the staff or whatever and they took my picture and he fucking sent an email to the boss of the dealership the general manager saying that i was on the um the fuck is that list dude the uh the perv list i can't think of it right now shit list Yo, some fucked up shit. I almost <laughs> lost my job. Like the GM and the fucking the owner of the dealership came down and like they're sitting talking to me. I was like, what the fuck was that? And then, you know, the dumbass signed his fucking name at the bottom of the email. And I was like, yeah, that 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 dude's just fucking pissed because my wife wants to bang his girlfriend. That was a very awkward conversation between my fucking GM and the president of the company. <laughs> yeah, that's so I crazy. get it. One the whole social media fucking thing. Um, but to get back on subject, um. So yeah, so it's and like in my experience, too, like I've I've like Vanessa, I've talked like I've been single for shit. I think it's going on like almost four years now, and like and all that time of like dating and just like talking to a bunch of different women, a lot of them have like a very similar scenario where they really like a guy, and like it's either that there's one certain thing that I wouldn't say that they don't like, but it's just something that that's not really attractive to them. So like instead of being like. I'm, I don't want to deal with this and like move on to something better because in reality there there's plenty of fish in the sea. Life is too short to be anything but happy. Instead, right. they'll just try to sit there and they'll fix it. But in, the, in one way, yes, it could fix it. Like, as you put it, they, they want to be that one person that's like, I'm here for you. Watch me. But then on the other hand, the other like side of that is you're, you're taking on a lot more stress too, because you're, using your energy to try and fill a gap that there is already there if that makes sense rather than like like one of the things i always say is 
don't try to get in a relationship unless you're 100 percent on yourself because then you're just putting added stress on that person that you are you know pretty much care about to like have them fix you first like you should already be close to 100 percent on your own like nobody's perfect i'm not expecting everyone to be perfect but it's just i don't know me and young me and bryce have talked about this many times where it's just like i've met a very attractive woman they're freaking they're great great personalities great mother but then she's just hooked on this guy who like kind of gives her the time of day like just enough and i'm Vanessa, i'm pretty sure you have at least one friend in this exact situation with just enough of attention to keep them there on the hopes of like the possibility you know what i mean yeah um, so that, I don't have very many female friends because I can't stand I've heard their that many times and drama. Too. <laughs> like I, I I've just heard cannot. that so many times. Man. Um, I think so in terms of like the social media factor, that's one thing I absolutely love about him because he just doesn't feed into it. Like he has TikTok, but if he's using TikTok, it's literally to figure out alternative workouts for when him and I are in the gym together. Like it's, you know, it's, or he might come across something funny and he'll share it with me. Like it's nothing, you know, um, crazy. Uh, but he, he just doesn't care for it. And I think that the movies and society really portrays this like negative connotation on what a relationship expectation should be, um, for absolutely everybody involved. Like what my dynamic is will not work for Bryson. And it won't work for you, Luis. It's, you know, it's just, it's different. And I think that, let me think of how to put this. I think that when it comes down to, to knowing who you're with, um, that's kind of where like the communication and understanding comes into play. Yeah. Because um, I only have social media, like my candy apple queen instagram i only have it as a direct effect from my ex i have i have another instagram that's one million percent private you can't see anything my kids are posted on there you know it doesn't even really say anything about me doesn't even have my name on it but I opened this one because my ex literally told me, I refuse to meet your emotional needs. Go find somebody that will. And then he Damn, proceeded man. to say, no one's going to want you with three kids and two baby daddies. Oh, so you were like, motherfucker, that's a goal. I'm going for it now. It wasn't oh, yeah. even that. I was so broken in that moment that it was just yeah. kind of like, damn, like, well, if you're not going to talk to me and this is how you feel, I might as well just have conversations with men. Yeah, you, and you, you needed some more attention. I get that. Exactly. And I mean, that was on the downhill spiral of my marriage anyway. But I think the craziest thing is, is when I met my boyfriend, because Bryson, I think you were around for this. Um, I was. You told me <laughs> we, stories. Yeah, we met in the gym. <laughs> and he's not my type at all. I mean, like I saw one of my friends who actually is now working for the gym, the same gym I used to work for that I work out at. And she was like, who's that guy? I was like, that's my boyfriend. And she was like, he's fine as fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, like, if you look at the way he looks at me, I there's no threat. Like, there's, there's nothing. 
hey, I, I know how he feels about me. People know how he feels about me based on how he looks at me. It has nothing to do oh, with wow. social media. That's a great feeling to have right there. No, it is. <laughs> yeah, like I, I can turn that's around and walk it. away to go get paper towel and to spray, you know, down the machine. And his eyes are on me the entire time to make sure I'm good. And he is that type of person that if he sees somebody kind of walk up, he'll walk a little bit faster and step two <laughs> steps in front of me to be like, nah, G is mine. And I'm like, oh, yeah. say less. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, that's 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 definitely good. I agree with that. Hmm. Yeah, I think women want traditional roles, and that goes back to the whole masculinity. Um, but I also think that another thing that a lot of people don't talk about in terms of um, relationships when it comes to expectations. Um, I think that people are so focused on one image and that kind of goes along with social media, right? Like I actually had a conversation with a man and I was like, I don't understand why women are getting these BBLs. Right. And they were like, thank you. BBL. What's a BBL? It's, um, basically liposuction. Yes, it's a Brazilian butt lift. Yeah, they're getting oh, liposuction. I've been seeing that acronym, you know and that? I'm like, "What the hell is a BBL?" And I, I thank <laughs> it's, you. It's Brazilian butt lift, and so what they're doing is they're getting tummy tucks, and they're basically moving all of that extra fat to their ass within, oh. like, with implants, like they do breast implants, and like women are doing it, and they're coming out with these huge asses but no size to <laughs> correspond with. Yeah, that looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, It does. Yeah. But then, like, actually, the man that said to me, I mean, when we were just having a casual conversation, he was just like, I like the fact that you don't wear makeup. And I was like, what? Because, you know, like, everybody in society is like, oh, no, wear makeup. You have to wear makeup to be pretty. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. Like, I don't, I don't know. Society, it fucks up everything. I never cared no, much I, for makeup. I would disagree with that. You don't need to need to wear makeup to be pretty. I'm not going to lie. Some women do. I don't care if that makes you sound bad or not, but it, it, it's true. You know, it's you know, just like some some guys. Yeah, you motherfucker, you hit the gym, bro. Like, for real. Yeah. <laughs> you look, you I mean, got that's tits, all it takes. Okay? You, you got tits. You got to go hit the gym. That's all it takes is a little bit of motivation. Well, yeah. Shit, I'm not gonna lie. I'm in the military. That's why. That's my motivated. That's my motivation right there. Was, before that, I I worked out, but not as not as much. Like I, when I say workout, I can't be like I work out like Bryson because you know fucking chalk the universe over there. That's that's not me. <laughs> I, I, I go just <laughs> I go just enough to like stay strong for the military and pass my tests. That's hey, pretty much it. I, do you have to do? The, is it the AF? AFCT? ACFT. ACFT. Do you have to yeah. do that? Yes. Yeah. Do you die every time no, you do it? No, it's not bad. It's so it's easy. It's really not that bad. It is so easy. Yeah, it is. I wasn't even easy. trying and I passed. I wasn't yeah. trying. Yeah, me and him were running, right? We were like, all right, well, it's going to go slow as fuck. We're, we're probably not going to pass. And we ended the the run and they're like, yeah, you guys passed. Like, what? No well, shit. Okay. You know now too they um because of the type of unit we are, we only got to run the, we got to run a 2 mile in like what 20 21 minutes. Yeah, maximum Bro, was 21. Too are you fucking serious? easy. I'm yeah. I'm done. Like yeah. I can, I, can jo- I literally miles. jog it. 
Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. The army, the army used to be like the second hardest. It was like the military, I mean, the uh, Marines, Marines, then the army, and then like the Air Force <laughs> and Coast Guard. Now I think it's like we're like the easiest, and everybody else's went up. They made it harder to be in the other you the other um, branches. Well, they should, man. The Air Force has had it really nice for like yeah, ever. okay, yes, they has. <laughs> Motherfuckers been pampered for hey. a very long time. For real, hey, me, hey, I, hey, I will hey. say, I for real, like I've said this to Bryce many times. I there was many times I was like, man. I joined the wrong fucking branch. I should have joined For the real. fucking Air Force. I kept telling I in, myself I was going to join the Air Force when I finished this last contract. And look yeah, I was thinking about that too. I was thinking about that too. But they don't I, want I, I, I tried to join the Air Force <laughs> and they kept denying me. So then I tried to join the Army. And I think that was right around the time I met you, Bryson. Yeah. And he, um, he fucked that up for me. He, he every job I got, he tried to do some stupid, and so he finally was just like, "I want a divorce for like the sixth time," and I was just like, "All right, fuck it, like let's get divorced." And then he told me, "If you join the military, you can go ahead and go, but I'm gonna intentionally chapter out and take your kids from you." And I was like, "Oh, bro, wow. say less." Holy shit! Yeah, he he was he was awful. But it's okay though because I I told them I was like my kids are more important than any career, so if they can't accept mm-hmm. that, then it is what it is. Yeah, mm. same, same. Like oh, right um, that. Louis, like right what up? Did you get any uh, questions from the? Uh, oh from the man, post? I tried. Normally, I at wow. least get like one interaction. I got nothing. I Honestly, got... I got no. I'm sorry, I got one response, but it wasn't a question. Like literally, what I put out. Because instead of putting on my story, I literally just message it to like everyone, so like five hundred some people that are following me, or whatever. And I only got one response, and literally, it just said in three words: "Just don't do it." Or four. <laughs> like, okay. Just don't do well, it. Like, oh, no I contact. And even was like, "Let me get some context." Like, nothing. No response. Like, damn. Okay. I got two questions here, um, so I'll ask those, and um, we'll go around the room with that and. See what you guys' answers are to it. So they're both from the same person. She had two questions. Her first question is, what is one big goal you'd like to reach by the time you're 40? Now, Lewis, I know you don't have much time left. Oh, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Throw me right under. Let's go, old man. You want to be able to walk without your fucking cane? Let's go. Uh, uh, so, you got you got like eighteen months left, but let us know what you like. Not to even eighteen. Not, oh yeah, eighteen. Yeah, because I'm thirty. I'm thirty. Turning thirty nine in July. So yeah, yeah. What well, day? Yes. July nineteenth. Okay, my daughter's is the seventeenth. My son is the twenty fourth. I'll oh, remember no that. Well, my daughter's is the nineteenth too. She was a birthday present. Mm. All right. So one thing before I turn forty. Yeah. Honestly. Um, so I'm a little late in the like real estate game. Like I, I want to get a house, but I want to try to get my second property before I turn forty. And which hmm. is that's going to be tough. But the way the way sad. I have stuff the way I have stuff structured right now, I'm pretty sure it's going to be good because the way the VA loan works for us military members, it it's actually it makes it kind of easy. So that that was that's my goal. I want to try and get at least two properties by that. Can I can I like I want- add to the VA loan? So being that I'm about to be a active duty divorcee or divorcee, um, spouses <laughs> can assume the loan, the VA loan, after divorce. 
So I want, I want everybody to know that. If you're in a position to where you are gaining the house, you can assume the loan with the balance that's on there with the same APR. You just have oh, to call shit. your bank. And that's oh, what shit. I'm getting ready to do because I am. I'm getting the house. And I'm getting ready to not refinance. I'm getting ready to assume the loan. And the difference is when you refinance, you have to come up with like 20%, especially those of us who are not military. So we don't get the benefit of the VA loan. You have to do an, an FHA um, loan or whatever have you. And I do have a bit of a real estate background. But um, you have to come up with 20%. With the VA loan, you have to pay like a certain percentage of what balance you have left on the loan. So by the time that I am able to assume the loan, I would owe, I want to say maybe like $2,700 in my quote unquote down payment versus 20%. Nice. 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 And a lot of we'll people see. also don't know this. You <clears throat> can get grants and you can go through specific programs to offset some of the 20% down that you have to have. I know people who have put 3,000 down and have like three or four properties that way. So look into it. And well, no, that, that's, like that's the thing. I already have someone. Zero. Yeah, I already have someone. Like literally the way it's set up, I won't, I'm pretty sure like I won't have to put nothing down if I don't want to. Like 100% down payment, guaranteed loan. And I think it's like up to like a three family if I really want. So nice. that's good. It, yeah. And I've, I've been working with this woman, like the same woman for the past, like two years, because when I originally reached out for her, cause you have to, you either have to get deployed for uh, three months or more or be in for um, six years. And this may is going to be the six year mark for me. Good for you. Well, that, that was one thing. Like I've been divorced now for, 2015 i was like we'll say like early 2016 and that was one thing like i'm glad we didn't really have anything together besides me getting a car and i literally during the divorce i was like you could fucking have the car like i have my own two cars i don't i want nothing to do with this and like we were looking for a house at the time fucking glad we didn't have to go through that shit like splitting it and or whatever you know have you i just yeah but that but yeah that was the one thing now like you know, we're, we're very civil. She has her own nice house. Um, but yeah, that that's my goal. I want to try and get at least two properties because hopefully by like the end of this year, I have one and I'm hoping to get enough equity in, the, in the, that one to flip it into the next one by at least by the time of 40. So what about you, Vanessa? We, me and you, we got a good, we got a little more time than Lewis. So yeah, what a... <laughs> my biggest I don't care. Goal I do not feel my age. So I don't care. <laughs> My biggest goal by the time I'm 40. Ooh. Um, we'll see. My Is oldest. That like six years for you guys? Give or take, yeah. Okay. My oldest will be 21 at the time. So a part of my goal would be to make sure that my children are semi-successful and independent and don't need me because <laughs> uh, I'm going to be partying. Just kidding. Um, I think my <laughs> biggest goal is probably to be financially stable enough to where if something were to come up, I can just go ahead and drop everything at the drop of a hat and handle it. That'd be nice to do. I think, yeah, it would be. I think for me, 
just to give a bit of a different answer from you guys. I already got the house. I am doing a lot better financially now. Um, that's Julia helping me with that. Um, so what I would like to reach by the time I'm 40, even before I'm 40, is to have this podcast gaining money. I need mm. my yeah, right. monetization from this podcast. <laughs> I am down so, with that. Um, I'm I'm enjoying doing the podcast. I love doing it. Like chatting it up with Lewis every week, bringing different people on, having different conversations. It's really fun. And that, I mean, I just I want to keep pushing this. I'm having fun uh, getting the intro, finding the podcast art. My next goal. I haven't mentioned this to Lewis, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get us like a logo, a different logo made for like a brand. So get us our own hoodies. <laughs> I want to have our own hoodies with our brands on it. Walking around with our shit on the back, so I'm already I'm thinking down. about all that for the podcast, and I just, I really just want the podcast to keep growing. So that's really where, where a lot of my focus is, as much as I can, because I am, I mean, I am a father, got a nine to five, and I go to the gym. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to squeeze in the podcast time when I can, the best I can. There's a lot of things on it I still need to do that I feel like I should have been done already, like have separate emails set up and have a legit social account set up for it. And you know, everything that I know I'm going to get to eventually, but that's that's what I want to do. By the time I'm 40, I would like to have some financial gain coming from my side gig. Is that's this already potential. set up under an LLC? No, see, that's another no, thing no, I got to yeah. do. I don't, I don't so, have that either. We will definitely talk off air because I help incorporate businesses all day. That's my job. No, well, there you go. We just look at us <laughs> linking up. And in, exactly. And in terms of getting hoodies and T-shirts and stuff made, I have a cricket machine. I can make it What's, for you. I don't know what that there means, you go. but Two the cricket machine one. is the it's the the machine that makes all of, like the vinyl logos and stuff like that. You just press it or iron it onto a shirt. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, Louis might have to get another logo made. Okay, Yo, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, we gotta get a new one. I, I well, I fucking love the you, bro. Is, I, the, that's what. I'm, well, I'm, I'll talk about that offline. <laughs> but okay, good. Second question that she had was, "What is something that we find attractive in a person? Being, I guess, meaning obviously sex, relationship wise. What's the one thing you would find unattractive that would turn you off?" Oh, unattractive. I thought you said attractive. Unattractive. Not attractive. All right. That's so a tough one. I will go first. Um like it's it, like it it's it's kind of it's gonna be like a different because most women are very like upfront. But I have come across some women where instead of like like being able to express how they actually feel. You know what I mean? Because a lot of women are so like I'll say like, I don't want to say standoffish because that's not really the correct term, but I say like they hold back because they're used to men who really can't take like, for lack of a better term, like um, constructive criticism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like be able to, to be able to like vocalize how you feel rather than letting it boil up and then just fucking blowing up. Cause you know, you're going to have, you're going to have arguments. It's going to happen. Bickering, whatever you want to call it. That that's what I want. What I'd be able to say, be able to, to like communicate how you feel, and then understanding the situation. So that that's one thing that's like an instant turn off. I don't care how hot you are, or how great you are in bed, but if it's gonna constantly be like the same type of like arguing or like 
back and forth bullshit. No, life's too short for that. Mm-mm. Well, um, I hate you, Lewis, because that's my answer. Um, Ooh, motherfucker. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> much how friends, I. Bro. We think alike. That's pretty much how I feel too. I just want somebody who is emotionally mature. Can you maturely argue and talk something out? I, instead of just lashing out and going all over the place, like talk like adults. Are you able to sit down and work things out? Or are you just going to blow up, leave the house or blow up, go call your friends, go out with your girl, do something crazy? I don't know. Are you able to sit down and chat things out like adults? That's that's a big thing to me. Emotional maturity. Yeah, I agree. So Definitely agree. That's what I would say is an unattractive thing to me in a female, not being able to talk. You, Vanessa? My answer short. Um, <laughs> an unattractive uh, trait in a male ego. Absolute ego. Because there's okay. there's a big difference between ego and pride. And I think that this is where us as women need to do better um, for our men. Um, we expect you, because of society... Women expect men to, you know, provide for the house, to provide security, to do this, to that, you know, the traditional values we spoke on before. But then behind closed doors, we want y'all to be vulnerable. We want y'all to feel safe. But a lot of women don't know how to keep their fucking mouth shut. Because oh my God, yes. when Fuck you're in a relationship yeah. with somebody you are in that relationship together so yes there are going to be times where we as women need to kind of maybe bounce ideas off of somebody to be like how do i handle this right but it's not a bash session it's not let's bash the boyfriend let's bash the husband let's bash our significant other type of situation If we can keep things private between us, things are going to be better. So we need to be better to provide a safe space for y'all to be able to be vulnerable because it is okay for a man to cry. And it is okay for y'all to be vulnerable and to feel weak. But we need to provide that safe space. And if we can't do it, some of the time it's because of ego. If your ego is so big and you're so cocky and you're so conceited that you can't look past anything, we can't do anything for you. That's a turn off to me. Great answer. I yeah, love it. That's a good one. That's a good so one. I got one more question here from her and <clears throat> try to make this one quick because this one's running. <laughs> um, this is a long one. I like this. No, sorry. This, it, no, this no I'll be a, sorry. It's good. This was a pretty short, uh, should be a short answer type of question, but she wants to know, are we, are you religious? You know, two things you don't talk about when you're dating <laughs> politics and religion. <laughs> okay. I can talk about both. I mean, I'll, I'll say I grew up very religious, being that my mom and dad always tried to make sure I was at church. In my adult life, I don't go to church. I rarely, sometimes I will put on gospel music, but it's very rare. And when I do, people look at me like something's wrong with me, but I do enjoy some, I enjoy a lot of types of music. But I um I wouldn't call myself a very religious person. I believe I believe in God. I do but I do pray sometimes, but 
I'm not as religious as like, you know, a Southern Baptist is, like a Southern Baptist grandmother, you know, like saying everything is you're doing you're here because God lets you be here. You got that job because of God and oh, all that kind of stuff. I don't like to I don't want to harp on that too much. I do believe there is something. I, yeah, I, I'm thankful for the things I get. And I do thank God when I get my jobs and stuff like that. But I feel like I feel like God puts you in position to put you in position so that you can pursue the things that you want to pursue. I don't think necessarily that he went and talked to the boss and told him you should hire that guy. You know, I, that's just. And I, if, if my family hears this, they're going to think I'm a, a dumbass and an asshole for saying what I just said. But that's my truth. At 34, that's my truth. So go ahead, um, Vanessa, what do you got? <laughs> um, I grew up religious. I am spiritual. I do, like you, believe in the higher power. I believe God does exist in some form, way, shape, and fashion. Um, I also have a lot of questions, which kind of deterred me from being religious as I grew up but some of it is all scientific it's what science can't prove and the things that they can so I have questions that mm-hmm. um, contradict my religious factor I think being spiritual is a lot easier because you don't have to tie what you believe to something in particular I believe that if we're going to call God the the factor or the higher power, I believe he has the names like Jehovah and Allah and every everything else that we call him. It doesn't have to be just God because not everybody believes in the same God. Hmm. I think that, you know, because like Zodiac signs, I, you know, I like to play around with those just on occasion. A lot of people are like, oh, that's witchcraft. Okay. <laughs> well, guess I'm a witch then. Yeah. <laughs> that's damn. a whole that's a whole podcast conversation. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah so I would consider myself spiritual. Hmm. All right. So like I'm you kind of the same boat as you. Okay. Like uh-huh. for me it's I, I was raised Christian and all that stuff, but it I I don't know. Like I don't practice it. I believe that this there is some stuff that science just could not explain. Um, but as far as like being thankful, I don't know. I don't know. I like if I would definitely be with someone who's religious and I wouldn't, it wouldn't really bother me. Like, you know, I'd go with it, but I, I don't know. Um, am I going on Christian mingle? Sometimes I want to, cause some of those women look hot. <laughs> yes. Like it's, it's, look, it's shit. I've been I'm, on it. It's terrible. I'm not don't gonna do lie. It. Like, well, no, but look, all right. So from my, from a guy point of view, right. It's, there's just certain things that like, it's just that. I'll say it just like a tingle in the back of our head. Like there's always that like preacher's daughter young. You know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. where you like this. So like held under the cover that they're just freaks. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, know. I like remember that, my like, very young age. I made out with the preacher's daughter on the back of the church bus. That's, that's what I mean. Like stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Okay. I had so, sex at church in my twenties. So sue me. Damn. <laughs> so I got, I got damn. a question. That was, I guess. <laughs> I guess you guys wouldn't care either because I feel like I wouldn't, but could you date somebody that wasn't, would you date somebody that's an atheist or doesn't believe in anything religion? Yo, my ex-wife was an atheist. My ex-husband was. 13 years. Yeah, see. <laughs> I was with him for almost 11. And I know, no, like, he, yeah. if my family knew that I was de- that I was marrying somebody that really don't believe in Lord and Savior and Seventh Day Riz and all that, they would think, they'd be like, what are you doing? Like, oh, but I'm so- like, that doesn't have anything to do with 
she's still a great person. What, what am I, I'm going to, so she's condemned now because she don't believe like, I can't, Damn. I can't be the one to say that. And neither can you because apparently like, that's weird to me. Like Christians would do that, but y'all aren't supposed to judge. But you're judging. But they'd be the biggest hypocrites. So my my ex-husband was only an atheist by choice, but he was raised Christian Baptist. And being that he was Christian Baptist, when we first had our son, he was like, the boy needs, he calls him the boy. He's like, the boy needs to get baptized by the time he's a year old. And I was like, why? And he was like, then if not, he's going to go to hell. And I was like, who told you that lie? Because, but this is where we grew up different because I grew up non-denominational Christian and in a white church matter, like, mind you. So, and I, there's a huge difference. I'm sure all of us know. Okay. When you're in a white church, people like mind their business to a certain degree, but being that you're the black family, certain degree. Right. But being that you're like the black family, because I'm biracial. So being that I'm the black family in a white church, we kind of stick out like a sore thumb. Um, I was raised to believe that as long as you accept the Lord and Savior into your heart, you're saved. So for me, it had nothing to do with tattoos, sex, being baptized, any sin that we committed, drinking, you know, the whole nine, we were saved regardless. So when he told me that, I was like, that's dumb. Ask Mm. me if my son got baptized. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well and on nope. that note <laughs> <Show this. didn't. laughs> we're gonna close it out on that guys uh yeah religion gets gets sticky uh i don't yeah, really like talking definitely. religion or really politics with anybody it's just one of those things you can't really convince nobody to think like you and you just accept people for who they are so um vanessa it was great to have you you yeah, show a different good. perspective than what we've had on the show so far. I really enjoyed it. I think Lewis did too. Um, yeah. So hey, if you ever want to come back in the future, find something that's good to fit you in on. We'd love to have you. Oh, absolutely. Um, you guys, if you want to follow Vanessa on Instagram, she's pretty popular. Um, she's Candy <laughs> Apple Queen eighty nine on IG. Name, I get it. <laughs> yes. You can find Lewis at Low Cost Customs on IG. You can find me at Bryce TV two on IG. Follow the Man Cave Podcast on IG at the underscore Man underscore Cave underscore Podcast, and we upload every week. So stay tuned. Make sure you're following the channel. You can find us on Spotify, Apple. Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to your podcast at. Thank you guys for listening and we will see you next time. Peace. Have a good night. Everybody. Peace.